0: This is Gamar and Beit and Bey. He's so the for this month. The month of Tishrei has been generously sponsored. As a schusser for Hoshlemah of Shem Ben Yuta, should have a continued recovery and keep on getting stronger and stronger. This schusser could be making a mirror should bring him a complete recovery. As well as the schusser of the the Varish Marine Bastries, the Gitta Shandelet of Shashanamaka, the Yarmarch of Shalachand, the Gitta Bastard of Shandel. As well as the schusser for Hoshlemah of Shal Yusufa, the man of the Gittah, the man of the Gittah, the Shalam of Shalam, the we're holding on. i I'm an Allah. we went well into the Amid, we got into the answer of that they're talking about that we're going with a specific opinion of Ram in order to get everyone back into things in front of you, you're looking at Amir the statement of Shmuel is, high, is highlighted in front of you, the statement of Shmuel, Amir Bez, about 10 lines from the bottom, first one line is Amar what did Shmuel say? so we dealt yesterday extensively with the first part of Shmuel, how Shmuel says <laughs> 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 what do you let untie? this ground type of area, who is he going like? and we found the Braisa finally that said like Shmuel, there's no difference of Shabbos and Yantif that you could untie but you cannot unravel nor cut. But when he got into the second part of Shmuel, the part about Kilim, we ran into an issue. So let's review what was the din of Shmuel by Kilim, as you see in front of you. Shmuel said, "Shevi Kilim, Matir, Mafkia, so whatever you want, and Caleb, like the example we gave, was the cake box a cake box tied up with a ribbon. You could cut it, you can untie it, you can unravel it. Do what you want when. So we turn back to where we're up to over here. On Lamid B's, we answered that who's Shmuel going like Ram Nechamiyah because the problem was that the seifa was not the same thing as Shmuel. So we answered that when Shmuel said that you could cut the cake box string as much as you want, that's Shmuel's opinion. The price over here in front of you that the Braisa said that when it came to Kalim, it differentiated that Shabbos, you're only allowed to untie it, avoloi of avoloi four lines in the top, that on Shabbos, you're not allowed to cut a cake box ribbon, who does that hold like? You have again, you have a string around the Calim, you're not allowed to cut it, says this Braisa who does that go like? That's a question on Shual so we ended off yesterday that it's going like Ramna Nechemiah, The Reb holds a very famous opinion we had many times in Gemara and Shabbos, kalim you're only allowed to take an item for its primary use so how are you going to cut that string on the box you can use a knife but what's the primary usage of a knife? Not to cut a string, to cut your stake. And therefore, says on the Nechemyah, a massive chiddish on Shabbos. You're only allowed to unravel the string. You can't cut it. You can't unravel it. Why, excuse me, you can only untie it. You can't unravel. Why not? Because how are you going to pick up the knife? A knife is only that to be picked up for its primary usage. Continues the Gemara, seven lines from the Taq. If you're going with the opinion of Rav my area, Shabbos, I feel you why is it a din on Shabbos? From the Cham, din is unanimous, both in Shabbos. And on Yantif, there's no difference. Maybe you're going to answer me. No, maybe Rabbi Chani differentiates. There's a difference between the Rabbans and Shabbos and Yantif. He says, "B'gmar, is that true?" Rabbi Chani doesn't make such differentiations. We learned in one Mishnah, what are you allowed to use as fuel on Yantif? You're allowed to use a regular item. You're not allowed to use a broken item. second "Masik be be you can use whatever you want. And a third Braissa, which is going to be around the Khanya. You can't use everything, says the Gemara. So we have three Braisas. And how do we answer up this contradiction? With what you let a fuel of fire with on Yantif, three different opinions. We answered three different Amarayim, Umishari, Loikasha, Harav Yehuda, who's the most machmir who's Moksah, Harav Shimin, who's on Muksa. So that's the first two Braysas. One allowed Shivri one didn't allow Shivri One is Shimon, who allows Shibri Kaelin broken items. One is Rabbi Yudha that does not. Ha Ram Nechemya, the last price. That said, loy Kaelin, Loibe Shibri kalim is Rabbi Yechemya. Because he says, Shabbos, Yantif, I don't care. You're only allowed to take an item for its primary usage. So says the Gemara, we see Ram Khamya clearly does not differentiate between Shabbos and Yantif. Answers the Gemara, the classical Tarets, Trey Tanayah, leave it to Ram Nechemya. There's two Tanayim going with Ram it's not a question at all. Two different denoyim in how we explain the dinner of Rav Nechemia. One is going to differentiate between Shabbos and Yantif, and one is not. And that wraps up the discussion from yesterday with regard to the dinner of Shmuel, with untying the rope, whether you're allowed to do such in Shabbos and Yantif with regard to Kalim. Says the Mishnah, the Mishnah, you're not allowed to hollow out a lamp. You have a piece of earthenware. You want to stick your hand in it, make a little bit of an indentation to put some oil in, to put a wick in. You're not allowed to do that on Yontif because you create a Kli. Similarly, says the Mishnah, You're not allowed to make a charcoal on Yontif. And number three, You're not allowed to cut a wick. So three, going into fires on Yontif. You can't create the candle. You can't create a charcoal. And you're not allowed to cut a wick you're allowed to cut a wick with fire okay, exactly what's the discussion of course, the Gemara is going to elaborate on right now, says the Gemara who is the Tana that holds that the hollowing out of a candle taking a piece of earthenware and making an indentation it, taking a piece of wax and making an indentation it, even though it's not complete yet, because what do you do with this earthenware after you make the indentation you throw it in the kiln, you harden it, you make it a real kale, a real candle, you didn't do that yet. So who is the opinion that holds that the mere hallowing, the mere making this bucket, this indentation for the oil, already it has the status of the Kli. And therefore you're not allowed to do that on Yontif. Who is this opinion? Says the Gemara, this is the opinion of Rameir. Where do we see Rameir? Titania, we're going to deny. rice. Kli Kharaz, When is a Kli Kharaz, an earthenware where keli Misha nigra, When it completes its work, when it's a full Item says Rameir, Rabbi Yeshua, I may know when you throw it in the kiln. So, what do we see? Rabbi Yeshua holds you got to throw it in the kiln. What does Rameir hold even before you throw it in when it's merely as the receptacle? At that point, it's called being Makabal Toma as a shame cleat. Similarly, that's going to be called creating a cleat. That's the opinion of our Mishnah, the opinion of Rameir that you can't even make this hollowed out area on Yantus. What's your raya? You're bringing me a raya from a Abra'isah that discussed Meqabu Tumma. Though so with regard to being Meqabu Tumah, Ramir says it's susceptible to contract tuma when you hollow it out. But how do you know that's the same thing as making it forbidden to be created on hantif? Dilma perhaps, come here, awesome. Al What are the dinam of Tumma that to be to be susceptible to tuma? We all know that it has to do with if it could hold something. Once it's once it's old something, it's susceptible to Meqabu Tumah. Tama. That's why Ramir says it's Meccab al-Tamah. Aval and our what are we referring to? We're referring to whether it's cold, a clean, it's usar to be created. What usage does it have? Meaning, over there, you're creating a real item. Over here, you're taking a little piece of pottery. You're sticking your hand in. You have this little area to throw some oil in it. What's that rohi for? What's that fit for? Maybe even Rameer would agree that it's not forbidden. Answers, the Gemara, nothing doing. The Kabule, Beb does have a usage. It could be used to hold a coin. You have a little coin holder. So even Rameer would hold that that's called something that's Mechavotama. And that is something that's going to be forbidden to be created on Yatav, It's going to have a din of tic- and mana fixing and creating an item on Yom which is forbidden. So the first way of learning, Rav yosef explained that the Tanavar of our Mishnah is Rameir. Says the Gemara Ika Diyami another lashon how to learn the Gemara. Amar Rav Yisuf. Now Rav yosef is coming long before he said the opinion of the Mishnah is Rameir. Now in this lashon, what does Rav yosef say? Rav Lazer Rav Sadiki. The Mishnah is Rav Sadiki. The Tanav there to the Mishnah. Alpha sin chorna yais. Alpha sin chorna Which is the Gemara. In one moment, is going to explain exactly what this is. But for the moment, we're going to call it a plate of haranis. What we need to know for right now is that it's a flat item. It's a flat item. It says the brahisa to mishnah to It is rais. It is tar. It will not contract tuma. Din number one. Din number two. If a zav picks up this plate, it does contract tumma. No. Even if Azab picks it up, it does not become Tommy. Why? We have a plate that Azzav picked up. Why is it not Tamiq? Says Rebbe And You know why? it's not a complete entity. You didn't throw it in the kiln yet. And therefore says it's not going to be a complete entity. Excuse me, I said that wrong. It's not a complete entity, not because you didn't throw it in the kiln yet. What's the next step? Because there's no receptacle yet. You didn't hollow it out. So, explains Rabbi Yisif, our Mishnah is this Rav Lazar Rav Sadik. In this Mishnah, he said that it's going to be Makabal Tama or not, is why? Because it doesn't have a base keyball. It doesn't have something to hold it. But in our Mishnah, when you hollowed it out, Rav Lazar Rav Sadik would hold. That's going to make it be makabel Tama. And by extension, you're not going to do that on Yatif So, who's the opinion of the Mishnah, says Rabbi Yisif? Rav Lazar Rav Sadik. Again, Abai comes to attack and he says, Doma not come, Rav Lazar Rav Sadik. Awesome, maybe he only says the din. Elod Chazal Kabul Amir. Is when it could hold something. What is it fit for in our Mishnah? And the Gemara is the same answer. Like, Kabuli it could hold a coin. So two different ways of learning the Mishnah. Whether the opinion is Rav Meir, whether the opinion is Rav Loz, Rav Sadak. and the bottom line is because when you hollow out an item, even though you did not pull it in the kiln yet, it has some sort of function, has some sort of usage. It could be used as a primitive coin holder. Tana Rav says the Gemara a bit of a related topic. You're not allowed to hollow out a candle and now going to make these Huranius plates in Yantif. You're allowed to let him make those plates. Says the Gemara, tell me finally, my Quranius, what is this type of plate? Amarabiuda, Aranius, it's Aranius. Of course, My Iranius, what's an Aranius? it's a plate of a villager it's a very primitive plate we could take one moment to see Rashi Rashi in the second wide line points out that these are plates of the Bnei Yarais, which are not from the big city and they're not a on their items to be naim to be beautiful and once they're finished they use it for their meat and they don't wait until you put it in the kiln again it's a primitive item it's not actually really finished but it's a simple village dweller doesn't care and that's exactly what we're referring to over here says the Gemara Ve'in in the Mishnah, the third din of the Mishnah was that he was made. Achinayim <laughs> and Isaiah couldn't gzera before the gzera was made, and this is part of the larger topic of showering, of bathing, of shvitzing on yantif, going into a bathhouse, a body of water. We just had a yantif. Sure, many people discussed why showering is forbidden. What's the problem? Two different problems. One problem is getting the hot water out. But even if you figured out a way to get out your hot water, there's a totally separate problem. Is like the xzera the xzera of the balari and the xzera of the bathhouse attendants because they were going to heat up the water be iser? There was a going into a body of water and part of that gazir was even to go into an area that you're going to sweat and that's what this Gemara is referring to over here. It says the Gemara two lines on the bottom, two dots, a new sugya, Lamed Aleph I shouldn't say a new sugya, it's the last part of the Mishnah. What did the Mishnah conclude with that you're not allowed to cut a, cut a wick and if said you can cut the wick with fire it says the Mishnah of Ain Chaitchenes Absil You're not allowed to cut a wick into two. What's the reason you can't cut a wick into two with a knife. The reason why you're not allowed to do that, turning over to Lamed Be'ez, Zammar Aleph is, excuse me, Lamed Be'ez, Lamed Be'ez is, to come attacking mana. Because you're fixing an item, you're creating a wick. Nami, in mana. says the Gemara, who cares if you're using a fire? You take a wick and you light a fire in the middle of it and you break the wick into two so therefore the mishnah said that's allowed. Why is that allowed? You're also creating two wicks? Answers the Gemara Tani Ba'ar The way what's going on over here is you have two buckets of oil with one wick going from one to the other and you're lighting the fire in the middle and that makes it into two. So why is that allowed? explains Rashi. The reason is La T'latak in mana it doesn't look like you're doing it. It looks like you're lighting a fire. You lit it there and it's broke into two and it had two fires. Since it doesn't look like you created a candle, that's going to be the case. That's going to be allowed. So when the Mishnah said you could create a wick by usage of fire, it didn't just mean simply to burn it into two. It meant in a case where it's sitting into two different buckets of oil continuing your discussion of creating wicks and fires, Amarav, you're allowed to trim a wick on Yantith. What does that mean, you're trimming a wick? To remove the black part of it, you have sometimes on top of the wick, it has that black charcoal area, you want to trim that off to make the fire light brighter, that is allowed on Yantith. Tani Bar once we're on the topic of different fires and wicks, six things evolved at the six items about a wick, says Bar Kabara. la three machmer, three make. what are the three stringencies? You're not allowed to twist a wick for the first time And you're not allowed to singe with a flame. And you're not allowed to cut it into two. Can't cut it can't singe it, and you can't twist the wick for the first time antith. Three types of things that are remekel on wicks. Then what do you got to do? you let it to take your hand and you let it to press the wick together, number one. Number two, let it to soak it in an oil. And number three, like we learned, you're to put inside two different cups of oil and fillet it in the middle and effectively create two wicks in this backward manner that doesn't look like you're creating a wick. So six dinim about a wick says, Barca excuse me. Before we had this dinner, bar We said a din about trimming a wick. You let it trim off a wick. You let it cut off that charcoal. It's a light brighter. Says the Gemara, and who made that statement? If you look three lines from the top, that was Rav bar And in classical Gemara, the Gemara now goes into different statements by Rav bar Some completely irrelevant to our topic. Says the Gemara. vi, And that vav obviously tells us it's another statement. Rav the elderly, the wealthy, excuse me, of bavel are going to go to Gehennem. As we see from the story with Shabtai bar What happened? This man, Shabtai bar came to Bawel, and he asked for some business. And, they were not have to give him any merchandise. Next, Mizani asked for some food. they didn't want to give him anything to eat. Omar, honey, these people. They don't want to give me business. They don't want to give me food. They must not be real Yidin. They're from the Eiriv Rav. How do I know? Call a very, very famous statement. If you're compassionate, you came from Avraham Avinu. You're a Jew. You're not a Yid. A Jew by nature and essence is one who is compassionate. And these wealthy people above hell wouldn't give him merchandise, wouldn't give him money. Says, the Gemara says from Nasim Baraba, we see this per- they must have not been real Yidin. Another statement on Marath. Anyone who's dependent, so anyone who comes on to the table of someone else, someone else supports him. He is a dark world. Wherever he looks, it's dark, it's gloomy, it's a difficult life. As the apostle says, he wanders for bread and he says, where's the bread? Yoda, he knows that the day is gonna be dark. When you're wandering, asking other people for money, everything is dark and gloomy. Not only is it dark and gloomy, it's not a life at all. And Dun Rabbanan continually this theme three people's lives are not lives at all. Two lines and the white lines. Like we just said, if you take handouts and you need a way for other people to give you money, and number two, someone whose wife rules over him, and number three, someone who has terrible afflictions. And number four, some say, if you only have one shirt, says Rashi, if you have one shirt, you can't bathe not wash the shirts; can be full of lice. It's, uh, lice. It's not a life. You're you're festering with lice. What are the Tanakama? What did the list this fourth case. He You always look through your clothing and kill the lice, even when it's on you. So he didn't list, list that as those who mean in Their lives are not lives. And again, we got into these two random topics because they were said by Rambam Barabba. And now we continue on and Bezim. New Mishnah. Two lines into the wide lines. Continuing dinim. Abjantif, <laughs> you're not allowed to break a shard you're not allowed to cut a piece of paper in order to what to roast a salted fish on it they wouldn't roast it directly in the fire they would put a shard they put a piece of paper on it you're not allowed to cut the paper cut the shard for the purpose of roasting the fish didn't number one didn't number two being garfin dan or you're not allowed to shovel out the oven or the double oven on Yantif avol mechavshin what are you allowed to yes do you let it press down this excessive dirt and ash in your oven you can't shovel it out you can press it down. You can't take two barrels in order to put a pot on top of it. Of course, making a primitive oven, you have two barrels, you put a fire in between, you put the pot on top. That is not allowed. Then number three. Then number four of the Mishnah. You can't take a, a piece of uh, wood chip and put it underneath a barrel to make the barrel straight on Yantif. And number five, similarly by door. And number six, you can't lead an animal with a stake. You can't lead with a here. So six different dinem about breaking and cutting paper in order to cook fish, about shoveling out an oven. You're allowed to pat down the oven. You're not allowed to stand up two barrels to make a makeshift oven, and you're not allowed to stand the barrel straight nor a door, and you can't leave an animal with a stick. Of course, all of these items are almost second degrees away from the actual cooking process. It's the fixing of the oven, it's the making the paper and the shard in order to roast the fish. Let's see the Gemara exactly what's going on over here and why it's forbidden in the first part of the Mishnah to break the shard and to cut the paper. My time-wise it forbidden says the Gemara Misham de Kametakein Mana. You know why? Because you're creating an item, what you're doing is you're taking a piece of Charred, you're taking a piece of paper and you're making it have a usage, so at some level that's creating an item that is forbidden on Yontif. And we go into the next case of the Mishnah. It said you can't shovel out the oven, you can't shovel out the double oven. You're only not allowed to do this if it's not necessary. If it's not necessary, then it's you're not let to do it, then it's too removed from the cooking process. But if you can't bake, unless you shovel out the ash, if there's so much ash and dirt in your oven, you could only bake by getting rid of it, then it says Rabbi Yisrael Kamei, Derim Nachmin Rabbi Yisrael Kamei, Derim Nachmin, is going to be allowed. Now the Gemara brings two stories where we see this. The visud of the wife of Rav Chia, nafli aricha Bitanura, brick fell in the oven, biyamatava on yantif. And Amar la Rav Chia, said to her, Chazi, "Danorifta malisabina." You see that I need good bread. This is Rav Chiyah's way of telling you: you go out a shovel out the oven. Exactly how it means that, we'll leave it for now. And Amar le Rav Lishame, Ravah told his servant, "Ataboli bar rose for me a goat be his and be careful about burning it." Another way that they would. go he would tell them if have to shovel out the oven in order that it wouldn't burn, in order to cook the goat, the, excuse me, not the goat, the goose in the appropriate manner for Yantif. And we're going to conclude with this one last thing about an oven on Yantif. Said that my Ravashi would put mud over the mouth of the oven on Yantif in order to what? To seal in the heat so the meat would roast and would cook wonderfully. And he's asking why is that allowed? It should be similar to creating mud similar to the uh, issue of shoveling out the oven is to create this mud in order to seal up the oven. And Amr Lehi Rabashi said Anan No, we don't create mud for the purpose. We get the mud from the Euphrates River and therefore there's nothing about getting the mud. We're not doing any malacha. And the Gemara concludes, and this is only allowed to be made called, when you marked off the mud yesterday, you designated, I'm using this mud, but if not the mere mud would be muksa. And Ravina says that ashes could be used in Yantif to seal up the opening of the oven, Why? Because ashes are something that you are not possible to be made into a mud. It's not possible to do malacha with. So Ravashi, Ravina is telling us if you don't have any mud marked off, you could always go and use some ashes for your oven. And we'll pick up from here, Amir Tashem.